Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton. Always so excited to be with you. Today, we bring you something we have never brought you before, a teaching for the married people. Now wait, for those of you that go, I'm not married, this doesn't pertain to me. It absolutely, it does. Um, Are you in relationship with other people? This is really about relationship. Relationship in the deepest places of our heart. We're made for connection with one another and uh, we are married, each and every one of us, to Christ first. So how that plays out with skin on skin and bone on bone, that's where it counts and we can work this out. Renee, I am bringing my friend today, Renee, Renee Wooster and her husband, Don, they are gonna be hosting our marriage conference in Chicago. Uh, It's March 6th, 7th and 8th. Sure hope you can come. The spots are filling. I think we have maybe about eight spots left. Um, And it's gonna be a a really intimate, fun time, Revelation Wellness style. So yes, you've probably been to marriage retreats before, but you guys, hmm. You know what you know what we're doing here. You know. So it's going to be different, but it is going to be transformational, life-changing. I can promise you that. And Donna Renee are personal friends of mine, coaches, mentors, teachers, and I stand by what you're going to hear today. Uh, Renee says something to us, a couple things that stick out. One, she says that we cannot accept our present reality if we do not believe that someone is for our good. That we can't it's important, as I've told you guys, we can't transform what we don't accept. Self-acceptance precedes transformation, and we can't accept our current reality, our present reality, unless we know that someone is for our good, which so backs up what we've been looking, we've pressing into around here lately, the recent podcast about the goodness of God, the kindness of God, that the thing that is coming against you is for you, that the person who is against you, especially your spouse, what if we assume that they are for us? What does it look like to be in it for one another, to be teachable? And of course, we're gonna talk about humility today. But Renee is gonna give it new light, I promise you that. So listen all the way through, um, and just know that if you like this teaching, we're gonna do more of it together in person, face-to-face, March 6th, 7th, and 8th. If you wanna connect further with Dawn and Renee, find out more about them, you wanna go to uh, Dawn and Renee, with two E's at the end of Renee, and you can find out a lot more about them and what they're up to as well. All right, y'all. Enjoy. Listen. This is for everyone in relationship. And of course, marriage is God's design. So we are specifically going after that good design today. You guys have a great day and thanks for listening and thanks for being a supporter of this ministry. Peace. Okay. (laughs) Revolution Wellness Community. (laughs) That, this is going to be a good teaching. This is going to be a good teaching because it took like moving mountains and Abigail, your 17-year-old daughter, she's 17? Yes. Yeah, she's 17. <laughs> she got, you, we had to pull a big gun. You had to get the kids involved. <laughs> What's we going did. on? So we have made this happen. I'm here um, with, my name is Elisa Keaton, for those of you that don't know, founder of Revelation Wellness, and I have the sheer pleasure of being with my uh, a friend, a mentor, and a woman that I'm excited to introduce this community to because marriage is something that matters to us and it's something that you guys have asked lots of questions about um, in various places. And so we're going to talk uh, a quick a quick teaching where you guys say just encouragement for you uh, about marriage. And I, I titled this A Healthy Marriage. Are you doing this one thing and I kind of just said let's just you know pick something and this is something that Renee really felt passionate about before we get going though just to tell you Renee um her and her husband Don Wooster are relationship coaches mentors teachers uh they are personally I can personally endorse them because of my own marriage story and for those of you that know my marriage story um it has been absolutely redeemed and um, transformed by the love of Jesus, but the Jesus used Dawn and Renee in very impactful, powerful ways to get our marriage to the place where it is now. Where we do have, um, we, we are in partnership together. I remember initially Renee saying, it's kind of like you guys are business partners a little bit. And that's true. I think marriage can sometimes just become very checking boxes and managing stuff. 
And we had to get do the deeper work of this. I think marriage was meant for more for us. So what? How? What does this look like? How do we do this? Because neither my husband nor uh, nor I had an example. We just we we were given a tool yeah. belt, no tools. We had a belt. Like okay, we're gonna wear this thing called marriage, but we didn't really understand it. So, um, so Renee is going to share with us today. So um, let me just say hi, Renee. Thanks for being here. Hi. So hi. Good. It's always hi. fun. Um, Renee, you guys, has been a friend of mine for how many, how many years has it been? And she's also on the board of Revelation Wellness. But how many? Wow. Well, um, Revelation Wellness okay. is 2011. Right? Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I think, I think we're about nine years. Yeah. Could that be correct? Yes. We look young. We're getting younger. (laughs) That's us. That's us. We know we're we're getting younger. We're Benjamin. Anyways. um, Yes. Blow up all things because we're going to do that. Totally, totally. Uh, so, you guys, I've handed over. Tell me, um, Renee, as I asked you to come on and just talk about marriage because of the questions we get and you prayed about it, what's something that really came to your uh, mind and heart today to talk about? Yeah. Well, I have this um, concept that I want to talk about, but um, what one of the things that I'd like to uh, uh, start from is I was working out this morning and the instructor was telling us, so this is relatable to, to our community, was telling us things to do, right? Mm-hmm. And as she's telling us what to do, I'm kind of bugged. Initially, I'm bugged by what she's asking us to do. Like, because the repetitive, repetitiveness is starting to like wear off this place inside of my muscle, right? And I can feel it and it's irritated and the muscle is feeling like it's getting like... Uh, tired <clears throat> and then I'm like irritated by 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 her and then I'm irritated by my body and then I'm irritated <laughs> by myself right? it's a lot of irritation a lot of irritation but I kind of thought I think that's like how relationship works too like initially when something feels like there's a rub there's something kind of pushing up against us you're trying to figure out like and and some of it for me was like can we stop this exercise so we can go on to the next one? That was one of my thoughts is like, if we could just stop it, then we can go on to the next one, which is kind of what we do in relationship too. Like, can't we just be done with this? You know, can't we just be done with this kind of thing that feels like it's rubbing up against me? And then the next thought is, oh, it must be you to blame. So then you blame the person. And then the next thing is like, oh, I, I, I'm blaming myself. And then I'm like, I just want to move on. Like there's this process of like, an exercise, but I feel like it also pertains to relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. this morning about that, as far as like, it's how we view like what's happening inside of the relationship that's really important. Like, how yeah. do I view that exercise? How do I view why, mm-hmm. why it's irritating me? And then I, and then my messages of what I'm saying to myself while I'm doing it. Right. Mm, I think we good. have that same kind of place with relationship too, where, there is always going to be places inside of us where there's a rubbing up against. Amen. I mean, ever, if you have close relationships, if you have close relationships and you're in relationships with people, Mm. that's probably going to be the case, right? Mm. So whether that's a mother, a father, a sister, a brother, a husband, a wife, a child, a cousin, Mm -hmm. a friend, right? If we're in relationship, there's probably something the Lord's using inside of that relationship to irritate us. And then it, it exposes a message that I have inside of me. Now, and can I stop right there to say you were yes. one of the first? Were, so when I met Renee, I was in need of growth and mentorship. I needed a set of eyes around me. Or, I mean, it yeah. was a crucial time starting the ministry. I've, if you know my story, I mean, I've, I've told you guys, it's a good thing the Lord doesn't wait for us to be healed and whole to put us on mission. <laughs> We'd yeah. never go. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you were the first to tell me when I would cry the woes of my husband and like how painful it was. And it was so hard because he uh, was an atheist at that time and was not interested in God. And here God's calling me to something that, man, it was so intense. 
And I remember, you know, the woes of my heart. And Renee was very good at being present and listening. We always tell, like, people, don't look her in the eyes because you'll just start crying. She has this power of, like, drawing stuff out of your soul. And you're like, stop it. But she just <laughs> looks at you. And then she'll say, she, she was the first to say to me, and it really was an impetus, also part of Revelation Wellness, is that the very thing that is causing you pain and irritation is actually something the Lord's putting his finger on to heal you. So it, it came back to yeah. me in a sense, there's something here for you. Yes, we can look at Simon all day long and say, if he would only do this and this and this, but this is actually, you were kind of going to say, this is a gift. This is something the Lord is doing for you. So already this is where, this is where we either gain or lose friends because it's a hard yeah. teaching, but it's a, it's a, it's a get better teaching. So go ahead. Yeah. Well, I feel like, you know, Jesus did this with his discipleship program, too, Amen. right? And so <laughs> yeah. his, his program was come with me and then follow me. And follow me means keep walking with me and keep going further. So going further means we're going to, he is walking. We always forget the miracles led him to the cross. Mm. The so like, you know, and then he even spoke to people are like, are you just coming for the miracles? Huh. And he did he was like. He was hard on that point, right? And then he yeah, said, yeah. as he went to the cross, the disciples were going with him to the cross as well. And yeah. we forget that that's part of the process of like, in the in the shredding of that, right? The stuff that comes yeah. up, or the shedding, the shedding of stuff that comes off of us because we're walking with Christ, that you go, oh, I guess I don't need that. That was a comfort, a security, a place for me before, but that is not intended for the good of my soul anymore. So as we walk with the Lord, he also taking layers off of us as we walk with him. You kind of wonder, like if you show up with Christ with like a lot of things and you go and he goes, so are you thinking that you're going to make it to the next town with all of that? Like, <laughs> I think that there's kind of that picture of like, he's going to take some stuff off of us so that we go, we actually never needed it. But at some point Oof. we thought it, ser it served us. At some point it felt like, if I have this, then it's a security blanket, then it's a place inside of me, then I feel better if I can have all this with me. And I'm talking abstractly, but really the truth is like the Lord knows the process of taking the layers off of us so that we can be free. And that's the whole point of whatever yeah. Christ brings into our life is for us to get freedom and for us to, to realize the reality of today is serving us. Okay. The reality... Of Unpack the reality. That. And she, fr your friends. Yeah, there you go. go. Whatever you, whatever your, re whatever your reality is today, everyone has a different reality, right? So yeah. you could ask anyone that we're talking to today, go, what's your reality that's hard to embrace? Hmm. That's hard to understand, especially regarding relationship. You go, everyone has reality. Christ came into our reality and he told us the truth, the hard mm. truth. The hard truth was that we are sinners. That's mm. a hard truth. If mm. you have to really go, mm. and he also at the same time carried the goodness. So we can hear reality if we know that someone is is for our good. That's a good it, point. God, that's so good. Yeah. It's very difficult to hear some reality about us if we don't believe they're in for our good. But we can come to Christ because he's in for our good. And he wants to know, he wants to speak. This is a reality today of your relationship. This is where you're at. You're stuck or you're dry or you're frozen or you're fighting. Yeah. Whatever thing you're doing, yeah. right? You're not understanding. There's a miss inside of your relationship. And the yeah. Lord kind of goes, that's your reality. I want to come into your reality. And if any of you knew today, um, our, the new podcast came out, the Be Still and Be Loved. Um, last week with Weight Loss God's Way, we talked about receiving the kindness of God. We really, I don't think we know his kindness. We think about it. We like the concept, but we haven't really received the tenderness. And I, uh, I know that for those of us often in the fitness world, often just making a blanket statement, not everyone, but there's this... Um, I can do it. I'll, I'll cover it like hard on others. We're hard on ourselves. We have yeah. expectations of ourselves. And so this kindness comes in that we 
tears down the wall. And like you said, that's such a good point that we can't accept the reality unless we know someone's for our good. So this deeper knowledge and revelation, sorry, let me decline that deeper knowledge and revelation of God's goodness. It's the only thing. Yeah. And it can't just be yeah. up in our heads. That's why we released that Be Still and Be Loved today for you to really get the picture and the vision of who is this Christ that is kind to me. Because that's like, that's the beginning of everything new. It's his kindness that leads us to repentance. Yeah. Because he's kind, he offers us the thoughts. He gives us the way out. And then, and then like Renee, you're saying, it's like, but this is also hard to hear. You know, it's a, it's a hard, yeah. it feels hard to us at the time. So when someone, how would yeah. someone know what's, what's kind of a telltale, telltale sign if you're with uh, couples and talking with them, that people are resistant to this, that they're resistant to. Well, an easy one on it is. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, an easy one is just to ask what, what you think would improve your life today. I mean, you Ooh. can ask that to anyone. What would improve your life? What would improve your life today? And most of the time, it's either the pain point, right? I mean, some of us have health issues and there's some things like that. But I'm specifically talking about relationships today. And so if you say, what would improve your life regarding relationships? Most of us are more comfortable pointing out what the other person can do because that's, ah. that's just an easier thing. So most of us go, well, if they would get better, then I would be better. Jeez. If they would get ah. better, I would be better. Right. That that was the thing that you took. I'm telling you, I I have like a rumble loving relationship with Renee because she would say something and I'd be like, well, no, and she just look at me with this tender like, it's not about time. It's not this. <laughs> come back, come back here to this trying to get him to yeah. some place that then I could feel whatever I needed to feel to make my life better. Yeah. 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 Well, I think in that, the place that the Lord gives us opportunity is this whole idea of humility and a process with Christ and teachability. So like when we get to that juncture, like everyone says they want a humble heart, right? But really the people who chase after humility have false humility. Ooh. The opportunity when we have humility is like it's in this juncture. It's at this cross section. It's at this fork in the road where we have something very hard and difficult. It's humbling because our need is so apparent of how mm. much I need God to come into this spot for me. And so some of it might be freedom. Some of it might be confession, perspective, a mind change, a willingness of spirit to see things differently. That is hard. I mean, it's really mm. hard to mm. be willing when you feel pressed and irritated by mm. something. And especially, especially if you think you're right. Yes. Right. In relationship, <laughs> right. You go, but I'm right on this. And here's the thing. Even in that, the Lord says, lay it down. Even if you are right in the relationship, because you can't wrap a relationship and right. Right. You uh, know, okay. What if you're, what if you're right? What if you're right about it? Gosh. And so it takes this like humility and in place inside of us. And I think Humility, when it comes, is not a good feeling. It doesn't feel like beautiful to me when I'm really yeah. humbled. The need feels so apparent that I need something differently. But yeah. humility just does not wrap in this way that I go, oh, it feels so good. Humility does yeah. not. But it's actually what's needed to have a teachable heart. Yeah. And to have a teachable way is that I think it's the essence of a relationship becoming better. I think stuck relationships, places where we can't, like we're doing the same thing over and over and over again, or brick walls. We hear that a lot where people go, we just keep coming to the same brick wall. And you go, the difference is people who have um, a place inside of them that goes, I think I might have something to gain or something to learn or a place inside of me that has to be taught in this, right? So what oh. made me think of this, can I uh, uh, do a scripture? <clears throat> sure. It's interesting. Like you can read, <clears throat> you can read all of Paul's teaching. It's interesting because Paul is single, right? But he mm -hmm. understands community, which the ultimate community is marriage. The ultimate community, the closest kind of community is marriage, right? But he understands what it means to go 
what must I do to be in relationship with you? Like read any of his teachings to the church. Mm. He has a perspective about what it means to be in relationship with others and what he counts as valuable. Like you can, all of Philippians is filled with like, be imitators of Christ, humble yourself like what he did, right? Mm -hmm. But he has this interesting place in, um, in verse, in, in chapter three, <clears throat> in, in verse 12, it says, not that I've already obtained all of this, like after he goes through the whole list, right? And mm -hmm. one of the things with that right away is to go, all saying, he doesn't know it all. After he's mm -hmm. gone through his whole list of everything he does, yeah. Yeah. no, right? Yeah. Yep. What that tells me is he's coming right low. He's saying, I have a posture of humility. I've not attained it, which means yeah. all relationship is a process. Yeah. Amen. All, all relationship. relationship. That's good. Right. So all relationship is a process, which means they in relationship. Right. It's process. Say this again. It cut out. All relationship is a process. That means what? There's no mastery. Oh, there's no mastery. That's <laughs> right? so good. Yeah. So yeah. for all the certified things that we can get through fitness and otherwise in education, yeah. relationship. None of that in relationship. Dang, okay. that's so good. I, yeah, I was so gonna ask, keep going. Keep okay. going. <clears throat> or. He says, not that I've already obtained this or have already made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Mm. Which what he's saying in there is, not only is it a process, the reason why I can press on is because Christ got a hold of me first. Mm. <laughs> okay. Because Christ gets a hold of us. Then I can press on into a relationship. But that means I have to stop long enough to let Christ get a hold of that area yeah. inside of me and be teachable about it. Could be there be another way? Is there something different that the Lord has for us? Okay, so play this out for us. Play this. First of all, I see your guys' comments. Yes, they're like so good. Yes, dropping, you're dropping bombs on them. Yes. <laughs> and the humility won't feel good. And in recognition wellness, all the instructors, you know what we call that. We call that squash. Uh, if you come to instructor training, you see a video of, Lo, of Leah's daughter. It just, it's like, it doesn't feel good. It's not, it, you thought it would be, you know, it's that, I thought relationship would be so much easier. And instead, it's a continual death to ourself, yeah. which is, that's what humility yeah. feels like. Humility is my, me just burning, like burning all my list of justifications of why I don't have to or shouldn't have to just have to burn as well because it comes back to like, do you want yeah. to be right or do you want relationship? Do you want to be right or have relationship? Okay, so um, you and Don yeah. have been married how many years? 25 this May. 25 years this May and they have the best story. And by the way, just so you all know, Don and Renee, I'll, I'll say it again at the end, but they are going to be leading, coaching, teaching, not mastering, but helping us to <laughs> do relationship yeah. at what we are going to have marriage retreat um on march 6th, 7th and 8th in chicago illinois so they are going to be there and i'm telling you i can't endorse it enough this is not going to be i know a lot of people with marriage retreats are like uh it's sticky you don't know what's going to happen i can promise you this is a real community doing real life and we are not saying here's the master program as you're saying but the the, the practice, yeah. much like Revelation Wellness, we practice moving the body. We practice, we yeah. learn, we humble, we don't feel good at first. You feel awkward. It feels exposing. Like the whole thing will be embodying this inside relationship. So you and Don will be teaching that. You've been married 25 years. How mm -hmm. does this play out? Show us, because I know us all like, hey, teach me teachability. You're having a thing, whatever, you know, as you as you were the first to say, well, tell that story about the brokenness. Is my brokenness as obvious to you? Tell that story and then tell us about, show us how to oh. be teachable. <clears throat> yeah. The first year we were married, um, I was really kind of stuck. I'm sure none of you have this. I was really stuck on some concept about Dawn that was bugging me. So I don't know what it was now, but I just remember kind of going, wow. And then, you know, once you've written that, once you've kind of written that and rehearsed that about the person, you see it yeah. everywhere you go. Oh, yeah. 
now you go looking for it, right? Now you're like, oh my gosh, now it's so obvious who you are. So I was thinking and really meditating on this fault. About <laughs> medica meditation. Meditation. So I was yep. like <laughs> meditating, like, right? And you go, this is why the this is why the word says to meditate on it, because Amen. you can really meditate on a false kind of place. Yeah. And so I was really meditating on it. And then so I, so I thank God that I was kind of talking to the Lord and telling him my concerns about this. <laughs> concerns always a good word that you say, you know, when you're like <laughs> concerned. <laughs> I'm concerned about this, Lord. And so I was telling him, I was telling the Lord how concerned I was about Dawn in this area. And then he got, and then I was just, I was doing like with him. And then it occurred to me, oh my gosh, if Don has that, then he might be seeing something in me that I don't see. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was like, no, oh my gosh, oh. So I came home and I said to Don, hey, I have a question for you. I'm just curious, is my sin as obvious to you as yours is to me? <laughs> and he just looked at me. He kind of, he does this really long kind of shaking his head and he goes, crystal clear, Renee, crystal clear. And I was like, Dang. there it is. There it is. That's so good. That's yeah. teachable. So that was a teachable moment to you. Okay. So now play out teachability for those yeah. that like are yeah. stuck right now today with their, with their spouse. Yeah. Well, I think that I want to read one thing to you that I read this morning that I think is interesting. Um, teach, teach, and it's a Hebrew word, is actually means teach and learn. And we only mm -hmm. think of that as teach, like, you mm -hmm. know, that, but it's actually this process mm -hmm. for a Hebrew word as a broader kind of definition. So it means learn, teach, exercise in, and be trained. Wow. Is actually what the Hebrew word means for teach. Wow. So listen to those. Learn, teach, exercise in, and be trained. Wow. You go, well, that, now that's true of like exercise, but that's true of like my heart, my spirit, right? Yeah. So the, the Hebrews understood that it's not information taking, but it's kind of yeah. active process that we're learning as we go, right? And I mm -hmm. think concept kind of things we hear that and we go, well, I want to have a teachable way. Well, there's a lot of things in that. We go, well, in order to be teachable, I have to um, have access. The Lord has to have access to my heart. I have to confess the places of pride and places where I I feel like I'm right, right or confess that I am right. I mean, either one. Mm -hmm. I have to get aware of like my own place of self-hatred, mm -hmm. shame, doubt, all those things mm -hmm. as well. Because you can't really lay a truth on top of all of that. You have to get all the way clear for truth to get all the way in. So once mm -hmm. I, so there's a humility in that process, but there's also this exercise in, take in, like understanding it and understanding what you have to do in order to have a receptive heart. When I think about that, I think about the receptors, right? That you're, are your receptors open? And yeah. most of us get to places where humility is required or we're humbled, our receptors, mm. we close. And mm. so there's this place inside of us where we have to be more open to going, could that be true? And is there mm. another way to see? So right? what, kind of, what, what kind of thing will you actually do? Like, will you be like, okay, I need some teachability here. Lord. What, what, I know, for example, I know that you will go for a hike out in the desert. You will yeah. talk with the Lord. Like, what are some yeah. things that you get your heart ready to posture to hear from the Lord? Yeah. Yeah. And also, I ask the Lord his vision and his thoughts on my heart. So mm. there's times when I'm like, can you show me me? Because there, I can't see myself. Because even my brokenness mm. keeps me from seeing what's from going things. on in it. Right. Yeah. Then I also, and then if I get that all the way clear, then I can dump out my heart and I go, well, the truth is, Lord, I'm just concerned about this, or I'm afraid of this, <laughs> or I'm anxious about this. Mm -hmm. Like once I've told him all those things, then mm -hmm. I can say, can you give me some perspective on what you see? Mm -hmm. Can you tell me your thoughts about this person or this situation? 
that would help me, convince me, hmm. woo me back to a loving place, a kind That's place. Good. That's good. Because the truth is, like, when I get to those places where I'm not as teachable, I'm not really, I don't know what to do about my unkindness or my impatience towards that hmm. person. But I need mm -hmm. the spirit. I'm dependent on the Lord to really love. And that's humbling, yeah. right? Because we all yeah. think of ourselves as really, especially for our closest relationships, we go, I love them. You go, but it's it's so humbling, no matter how much love you have for that person, that we have to depend on God to have Amen. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay, so. And can I tell you one more thing too about that? Yes. Yes. Paul goes on in that passage and he said, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. All of us who are mature should take such a view of things, right? And if yeah. on some point you think differently, this is what he's talking about. We think differently than one another. That too, God will make clear to you. Mm -hmm. He's talking People come together. He's saying, I'm going to press on, which means I want to press through the barrier. There's some kind of block of how mm -hmm. I'm thinking of that person. I want to have a teachable way. But it's interesting because he goes, so what about the point when he says, and if on some point you think differently, if on some point you're someplace in your relationship where you're coming to it very differently, that too, God will make clear to you. Yeah, that's That's good. a crazy promise by God, right? He's going to so make good. clear to us, even if we think differently inside of relationship so that we can press on. He said, yeah. Paul's saying, I press on because I have to get heaven. I have to draw heaven down for me to think of my marriage, my kids, my friends, my community differently. I have to draw heaven down. Drawing heaven down means I have to go through a process with the Lord. Yes. I have to ask yes. him what he thinks. I have to, I yes. have to confess my place of pride. I have to tell him that I think I'm right. I have, to, yeah. I have to go through a process with the Lord in it's order good. for me to even be receptive to what Come he on. has to say about it. And then, Man, you guys. then at the end of it, you go, oh, gosh, it doesn't have the same intensity that it did before. Like, you know, when you walk in and you go, it's so it matters the most. And then it's funny because like maybe a year later and you go, wow, why? How can it not matter as much? And you go, you went through a process mm -hmm. moving towards heaven and asking the Lord what he thinks of it. And it just yes. got softened. Of right? It yeah. That's the, as you said, the, um, shedding, like the sloughing, the shedding. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the closer we get to heaven is just the shedding of the yeah. woundedness or the stuff that we've carried and not even knowing that we're carrying it around. You guys, the yeah. chat is open. If you have a question, if there's something Renee's hitting on, that you, I'll go ahead and read it, and I can ask the questions too, because that's the fun part of coming back in these live communities. So, um, okay. So then, once you've run it out with yourself, well, how do you? What's the approach to Dawn look like in the teachability to going now mm -hmm. to others? You you worked on the the vertical between you and the Lord, just clearly this yeah. needs to go first, and what is that horizontal look? Yeah. And sometimes like after you've done that, you have to repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat a few times. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes it's like one and done for me, but there are times where I'm like, wow, I got snagged again. I'm back with the Lord. And so don't be discouraged <laughs> by the idea of good. Like, I have to come back and you go, mm -hmm. I, I just processed that with the Lord. And I feel mm -hmm. like that process actually is just getting deeper inside of me till yeah. I actually where I can hear from him because sometimes like after I've done that process and I'm like, I'm ready, I'm going to process, I'm going to go to the person. And then I'm like, Oh my gosh, I've got, I've got all messed up even going to the person. Sometimes yeah. just even the process of getting to the relationship talk or having somebody and having mm -hmm. a deeper conversation and you go, okay, I need to go back to the drawing board with the Lord and find out if there's anything else in that. Did I get offended? Did my pride shoot up? Did I feel misunderstood? Whatever the thing is that you go, I have to revisit this with the Lord. But I think, you know, it's that thing where, you know, Jesus is talking is saying, take the log out of your own eye. He's saying there's something bigger going on with you that you can't even recognize. 
-hmm. and it's actually smaller than the other person, but once we get the log out. So mm -hmm. if we go to have a conversation, I think you want to be as clear as you can, especially, we always say soft starts or hard topics inside of marriage, because mm -hmm. if you start hard, you'll finish hard and you go, how do I get my heart soft so I can have a conversation? But you might get mm -hmm. in the ditch as soon as you start yeah. off. You have a place that you all, you both go and you go, oh my gosh, we're getting in the ditch already. Like we can't even yeah. have a conversation about it. So yeah. Yeah. making sure that you can back burner your feelings in your place to be able to hear yeah. and receive what yeah. the other person has. That That's part good. is really hard to go. How do I put myself on the back burner in order to be available? We're so worried inside of relationship that we'll get our point, that we'll mm. have our thing to say that we can't, mm -hmm. like, we can't hear what they're saying. We can't even process mm -hmm. their place because mm -hmm. we're so That's like, good. okay, I'm going to counterpoint that. I'm going to make sure that they That's understand good. this about me. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So it really does take that process of spending enough time with the Lord. Two things that come to mind. One, I think we have to own that. Um, well, we tend to do oh. two things in the brokenness of even in our teachability or maybe even false humility is that I know for me, it will, for some people, they rush to reconcile. They rush fast and they haven't taken the time to really go, okay, am I clear? Am I clear? Am I really, oh. am I able yeah. to have that compassionate heart that I'm, I'm ready to hear from them? Um, that's what I've been doing a lot of teaching lately on kindness, Renee, and how my son, Jack, gave one of the best teachings on kindness ever when he asked me, basically fix my faith when I'm talking to him. He's like, mom, I know you love me. I know that. But when you're talking to me, because we just got in a rumble about something. Yeah. He just, when you say it, can you say it with a smile? Like, I know for me, I'm not ready to come to the table until I'm so softened on the inside that my outsides are like, because yeah. if there's a defense posture in me, then it's, it's going to come and then I'm going to rumble and get caught in the, in the mix yeah. again. So there's that part if you're not ready and rushed or you just think it's a bad lie and I don't need to, the Lord knows. Okay, I've learned my moment. I don't have to go public with this. Okay, God, you've taught me. But you're yeah. another one of the teachings that you've taught me is that when we go to someone and humility and ask the feedback and ask for the teachability, whatever it is, the teachable thing, that we're actually serving the gospel. We're showing the gospel to them. Yeah. And we're not just saying we're a person of the gospel. We're actually embodying it. Yeah. Um, so well, anything? I, one yeah. Thing, oh, yeah two, well, two things that I want to say. One is you have enough of a relationship mm -hmm. with Jack that he can say that to you, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. always, in my mind, that's actually more success than even the the conversation because you go, Oh, thank God you can say that to me. As Amen. A mom, yeah. I know that my kids can say back to me that I don't, don't go put them back in their place. Cause as they grow, they not only have mirrored me, they're now to a place where they're consulting me about who I am. Right. It's good. And so yeah. that Jack can say that Jack can say that back to you is pretty amazing. Um, I think mm -hmm. the rushing, what's interesting about the rushing is I think for those of us who've had a lot of like non um, resolve to conflict, like, so you came from a home where you like want to get conflict taken care of really fast because you didn't see it. Mm -hmm. We don't want to find peace with God first because yeah. we so much want the peace with the person. Yeah. And I, and I had that growing up too, is that I didn't have a good, most of us don't have good pictures of resolve to conflict. So mm. we run to con, we rent peace too fast and we're mm. not actually ready. Mm. We're not ready for the information that could be exchanged in that. We're mm. so worried that you won't have peace that we run mm. to the person for peace instead of running to, to God for peace and going, mm. okay, what can you tell me about that? Cause there's a conflict there, but I need mm. to be in a good posture before I come and have that conversation with our, you know, with our son or with whoever that would be. That's good. I tell you, A has a way, and it's it's the way of the kingdom um, of taking any, like, bad thing that you are experiencing, like she used that example with Jack. Well, that might have been a hard thing, but can you see the blessing of that or the gift of that? I have gone through some hard things with my kids where it's just like, you know, just so rocking, but then uh, 
after times of listening and being there, she'll really go, this is a gift that you're getting this right now, that this isn't happening at this time of their life. Like whatever, yeah. it just is always that ability to just, and we have this in us through through the, the Holy Spirit and, and the kingdom that comes and has will done through us is this ability to go really good when it's bad news, there is good here. If you yes. said it, if I can accept my present reality because I know that someone is good, that someone is good for yeah. my best, then I can yeah. accept it. That's so good. Yeah. Hey, Renee, we got a couple of questions that I do know, okay. and I, I know this pertains pretty strongly, often in this community. Um, yeah. uh, really, about one lady said, uh, While I grow and heal, I get so much more aware of this Holy Spirit. How do I show my kindness towards my husband? who is not growing the same at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, first, <clears throat> first, I'm sorry, because that's hard, right? It's hard when yeah. you feel like you're with somebody and you're not on the same page. Um, mm -hmm. The one thing that I think unifies all things is the spirit. The Holy Spirit unifies, right? Mm, amen. So one question that's really dangerous to ask, and I was going to say this earlier, is... If you want to find out if you're teachable, ask the people who are closest to you if you are. That's good. So humbling yourself to somebody who you don't feel like is growing is actually a way to love them, to say, is there anything I can do? Do you think, do you think I'm learning from you? Do you think I'm growing? Am I growing with you? Am I growing towards you? Because somebody, when you feel like you're split and you go, you're not growing and I'm growing, which could totally be the case. I'm not saying it's yeah. not, but it requires humility to go to that person and say, yeah. is there anything I could do to love you in this season? Yeah. And it'll, it'll catch, if you're loving somebody that like that, it'll catch them off guard. Yes. Yes. Or even, even to say, is there anything that you wanted that you can tell me about me? Is there any, is that feedback like willing to, because we do tend, our pride wants to go, well, I'm up here. Oh man, I lived in this with Simon. Like I'm up here, like having this spiritual thing and you're down here of like yeah. atheism and just felt so uh, distant. The chasm was so different, but in that coming and, and humbling myself for some feedback or whatever yeah. it is, it, it, it was soul burning to get it, but it yeah. also gave him a place to actually read the gospel that she is, that's a humility that's, it, it does, like you said, it, it confuses them. It's why Paul said, like, it's this foolishness that confounds the wise. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I would say too is um, asking God for one character trait in that person and saying, what's one thing that you would want me to really know deeply about the person? So let's say, that they're, well, I know for Simon, he is a very responsible person. Yes. That's a huge gift in your life, right? That he yes. is faithful and responsible, yeah. right? Yeah. He's, so he's, when you, if you, even if, even if you're at odds with him, you go, that's true of him, regardless of you, it's true yeah. of him. Yeah. So ask the Lord about that and ask him how to cultivate that and honor that and actually yeah. I like that. That's good. So that's ask what, the Lord yeah. one character about a person that you go when you start to feel like they're an enemy ask god what's the character trait inside of them that remains it's god's character inside of that's them. right come on that's good so and some, ask him some, that, build that. keep going keep going and build and build on that like ask god to to help you and honor that by saying hey can i tell you something that i really appreciate about you and oh, then tell him thank you for Thank you for working so hard. Thank you for having integrity that was brought into our home. Thank you for being faithful to me and the kids. Like you name off all the characteristics of those things that are specifically with Simon. You go, you're building up his inner man. And he may not understand that that's yes. a God character, but it is. And you're building God inside of him when you do that. Right. Oh. Even if he doesn't recognize God, you're building God inside of him. Amen. That's so good. That's so good. I'm crying. I don't know why I'm crying because it still hits that tender place. And so I say, I know I'm talking to some women and I know some men are listening too, but that that's why we have to do the work of us. Like what's going on? Resistant. I'm here to connect. I told you guys healing requires connection. And so that spouse and who you've married, it's, 
It's not a mistake. The Lord knew. It's when we forget yeah. who they are, the gifts that they do bring into our life, whatever it was. Even if I remember for a while just being like, but I was so broken. I married him more. Like I shouldn't have married, you know, and all these things. But the Lord knew. Yeah. The Lord knew. So then I right. do exactly. How do I call out now on this side of the chasm of where we were? Man, I can see how Simon is who he is for the purposes of my life. And it makes complete yeah. sense. And so the calling out the gold, what she was talking about, like speaking into their design and who they are, blessing them with the goodness of who they are. And I know for those of you that go, hey, I just can't do it. I remember one time saying to you, Renee, like, I know what I'm supposed to do, but I, like my legs are broken and I can't get there. Like I just, I know that that's what my heart wants to get to. I think you call it like our feet haven't caught up to our heart. And it's yeah. just like, we just, we can't get there. Then that's where, that's where we give you all this, this way. It's not the only way. There's many ways of just encountering God in your body in places that you don't have, you don't even know why or stuff because some of the pain and some of the hurt that causes yeah. the stronghold, it's pre-verbal. You don't even have words for it. It's just stuck inside of right. you. The Lord knows and he will access it so you can be still and let him search you or you can move your body and go for a hike. But the intention is, Lord, get it, get at it. Whatever it is, unstick these legs so that I can catch up to the heart that you have for me. So yeah. that... That is so good. That's just right there. Okay. I don't want to stay too long and keep you too long. Cause I know you have a house full of, of college kids. <laughs> I do. So, oh, you I do. Too. That's so good. That's so good. Okay. You guys, good word. All right. So anything in closing Renee that you want us to know, anything to say that hasn't been said? Yeah. Well, I think if you if you sense that you kind of don't have a teachable way, and a teachable way to me is um, a soft place inside of you that is not like I was thinking that this is really contrary to really our culture that we're living in right now because our culture is really telling us to be offended by yeah. a lot of things. Like you can yeah. pick up offense every corner, right? <laughs> Amen. And it's not, it's not that I don't think that we should focus on places of hurt and woundedness so that we can get better. I do believe that. Mm -hmm. I think what it's producing in us, though, is more of this weaponry that we're using against one another as people. Yeah. yeah. And so if you feel like I, um, I don't know whether I have a teachable heart, start to ask God saying, you know, teach me your way. Show me. If there's any, David prays that in the Psalms, show me if there's any wrong way in me, right? Mm -hmm. So that he goes, I can make you soft and tender. If you feel mm -hmm. like you've gotten hard in some area mm -hmm. or something, mm -hmm. you feel like a circumstance or a relationship has made you hard, go ask the Lord to make you soft again. And it's yes. crazy. When I prayed that before, gosh, he'll do crazy things to make sure that my heart was softened, right? It's because so he's committed to my heart being soft. Amen. So I would say that it, in closing, that's what I would say. Like, and and I would also say, read read through Philippians. Like, read through those chapters yeah. and see what Paul has to say. He has okay. a very picture. He has a very good picture of the posture of Christ that we're following, mm -hmm. and helps us even with conflict as far as knowing how to be with one another. And he was in the hard place of prison when he wrote right. the book. Right. So right. sorry. I'm pretty sure you're all going to eat tonight something. Right. And he, right. you know, then yeah. his heart was softened. That's so yeah. good. Well, he even says, he goes, not that I want to be in prison, but if I have to be in prison, I'll be in prison for you. You go, Oof. what? There it Who is. To serve others. To serve Who others. Who does it? Who says? Yeah. Right. To serve others. Right. Well, how does he get, how did he get to the place where he was soft enough that he goes, the place where I'm at, the misunderstanding. Talk about a man who was misunderstood. Mm -hmm. He could have like built his whole ministry on misunderstanding, right? And Absolutely. the rights and offense. Yeah. Lot, there was a lot of that for him in life. But he goes, if I have to be here, then let me be here and be in the gospel. This is where I'm Ugh. supposed to be. I'm going to be centered with Christ and be who he is. Well, I'm having you back on the, I'm, we're going to have you back more just so we can talk Renee, because That's I good. just received, I just received softness <laughs> in my heart, my marriage. And 
Okay, you guys, so you just need to know that you can get more of that. You can actually, uh, com. is that what it is, your website? Donna, no, just Donna Renee, DonnaRenee.com. Oh, Don and Renee, two E's at the end of Renee, R-E-N-E-E, -E, yeah. DonnaRenee.com. Um, so you can learn more about them if you're thinking about coming to the marriage conference, uh, marriage retreat, reconnect. That is in March 6, 7, and 8. Um, more of this. You, it's just so real and true. Let me tell you, this is not a marriage retreat where we're all going to like have to wear our best clothing and makeup. Like it is, you've got to just, just let's get right to it and jump in because life and, together and requires gonna, us to do it. Well. Right. And we're going to have fun. That's we are going to have lots of Well, it's Rev. Hello. It's a revelation <laughs> wellness, which means... Although my team has, has told me no confetti cannons, so that's okay. So no there won't confetti. be okay. nobody we'll no, it's confetti cannons. Confetti cannons are gone. It's gonna be a good time. It's limited to fifty couples, I believe. Um, we've got about fourteen spots left, so fourteen couples left. I mean, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard. Fifty last. couples. There's, um, there's fourteen spots left. Okay. Right. And that was last week, so it may have it may be more. Um, it's the first ever, you guys have asked for it. This honestly is, you've asked for it. And I've always felt the nudging for it for a while, but now it's happening. So if you have any more questions on the marriage retreat, please go to the website, revelationwellness.org slash events, and you'll see all the information you need to know. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> we hope to see you there. We're going to have a really good yeah. time doing yeah, life in, together. Yeah, come and be with us. That's right. Because... This is like a like you. A lot of times, people come to Revelation Wellness, and they're like, "Only if my spouse yeah. could, could be here and enjoy." And even to the question that that person was asking, you go, "We're giving opportunity for you to experience the Lord. We'll have good freedom in the weekend, as far as you having some space in your schedule to rest and enjoy each yeah. other. We don't drown you in material. That's not our goal. It's to interact and having." good conversations with God and with each other and to enjoy the time. And we get to be in Chicago. I mean, hello. I know. Yes. So I've never, I've never been. So what? there's that. I know. Yeah. It'll be really good. All right. Thanks, Renee. Thank you. I'll see okay. you okay. soon. Bye, you guys. Take care. Bye-bye.